you're welcome welcome back everyone uh me host co-host with me as well as tyler um getting back to this michigan football thing and uh, michigan basketball ramping up to here soon um but a recap of michigan and uh, notre dame michigan and notre dame it's like was that was not exactly the, the game i was expected to see but I wasn't nervous for the game, and so usually when I, before games start, and I'm not nervous for the game, Michigan usually does really well, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, and it's just weird, but again, it it was a great performance by Michigan, Uh, they played, they played as best as you could play a game, from top to bottom, I mean, um, and given the environment, and uh, given the pressure on this team, they they answered they answered the the bell and they they, they uh, performed um, like a championship level team should. And um, I'm not saying that they are, but they definitely played like it. Uh, Tyler, uh, your thoughts uh, on on the game? Uh, the, definitely, Michigan. That game was even. The spread was even coming into that game. Michigan ended up winning by more than. Touchdowns, so yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, thoughts, thoughts from the game. You know, I saw you put out, you know, your little tweet when we, you know, when you preview these episodes. You know, I actually got to watch the whole game this time, so mm, um, right. you know, I, was, yeah. I, <laughs> I was impressed with Michigan. I mean, they came out, you know, they it definitely showed, you know, in that second half of the Penn State game, you know. You know, the offense was starting to click. You know, the defense was starting to clamp down. And, you know, they came out and they paid, They played with, you know, passion, energy, you know, for four quarters. They actually put four quarters together. You know, they didn't yeah. They didn't let their foot off. They did not let their foot off the throat of Notre Dame. You know, they came out, made a statement. Obviously, you know, with the news coming out, you know, it would be 14 years from, from last Saturday when the game, you know, when they played Notre Dame again. So... Obviously, you know, they came out and made a statement, you know, Jim Harbaugh and, you know, this Michigan team, you know, for every season, you know, has hear rumors of, you know, what's wrong with Michigan, you know, Michigan can't win these big games, you know, you know, Harbaugh can't win against, you know, top schools, you know, he's now 2-10 and ten against, you know, top 10 teams. But, you know, he, they came out, they made a statement, you know, Josh Gattis, or Josh Gattis, I feel like. How's the offense going now? I mean, I feel like, you know, the last two two games, especially Notre Dame, you know, the offense is in sync now. You know, they're cutting down on the turnovers and all that. Mm. And, you know, defense is just playing. The defense is playing out of their mind right now. You know, Don Brown's got that defense rolling, you know, making the statement. So, you know, hopefully, you know, they build off his momentum. You know, they got a couple trap games coming up, you know, against Maryland and then following week, you know, Michigan State and you know, hopefully, you know, they put that performance today against Notre Dame, you know, obviously leading into November 30th against Ohio State. But, you know, Michigan, I was very impressed with Michigan's performance Saturday. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and what I read, I was reading something um, Gaddis was talking about, just him more specifically, um, and as well as Harbaugh. They, they, they kind of mixed, um, mixed the offense from last year to this year kind of thing. And honestly, I mean, that's probably given given what's happening. Like, I think Harbaugh kind of lacked um, some someone behind him, kind of like 
being able to adjust and adapt to this scheme like and um we had problems with that i believe really quite a bit and he admitted they needed to make the change bringing gaddis in but to make it like over a clear overhaul in one year is really tough um and people right. don't really understand that but um if you michigan wins that game against penn state you're talking about a team that's riding high as ever beating notre dame mm-hmm. and then they beat notre dame you're talking about a team that playing with tons of confidence going to that Ohio State game and potentially going to the Ohio State game with only one loss and right. sitting in second place they wouldn't you know, say hey potentially talking about winning that game win that game and then I'm not saying they would have or whatever but when that and then you are playing for a big game championship I mean it could still happen but you're going to have to have a lot to happen a lot of scenarios to, yeah. to, right and it's, we've seen crazy things happen before um, but again, if if you know if Michigan would have uh, you know beat you know Penn State or Michigan State would have you know beat Penn State, which uh, that was never going to happen. Michigan State's an absolute they're not, they're not yeah yeah like atrocious <laughs> like atrocious. But I was definitely needless to say though I was definitely uh, I was I was I enjoyed that performance and uh, I don't think Notre Dame. Um, is an elite team. I do think they're a really, really, really good team, though. I don't think they're like an elite yeah. status, but I do think they're a really, really good football team. And um, I think Michigan just um, did everything well um, and defensively too. Uh, Don, Don Brown didn't uh, necessarily go to man the whole game, you know. So he yeah, he switched you know, up. He switched up a bit. Mhm. Mhm. So, did there's a couple I've seen a couple highlights and obviously in the game I noticed a little bit you know he was switching you know he threw you know obviously he runs that man but sometimes you know he'll throw in that zone which you know really got Notre Dame off off their comfort zone but I mean you can factor in the weather and all that but you know Michigan you know I just felt like uh, you know they got to Ian Book like they needed to you know Ian Book was obviously not performing well uh, you know they got they stuffed the running backs, you know, they weren't doing, you know, they weren't doing well. And obviously, you know, Claypool, you know, he had a couple of good catches, which, and, you know, Ian Book had a couple of good throws to where only Claypool can make it. But, you know, they pretty much held Notre Dame in check. I mean, I think they only had like a hundred and some yards total for the whole game, which, you know, obviously, you know. Well, they had like 180, it was like a hundred, it ended up being 180, but I, Michigan, yeah. I think that's kind of they, Michigan basically held them to about 100 yards a game or less. Exactly. Again, that's like a, you know, doing barely doing better than Michigan State, but 94. So yeah, no. Yeah. But you know, obviously, obviously, there, you know, I'm sure everyone saw, you know, the defensive pass interference, which was not pass interference, just so you know. But you know, but you know, Michigan then let up on that you know they just continue you know putting pressure and keeping their foot on the throat of Notre Dame <clears throat> yeah and who, who, who is going who is going up to catch that when they they called the pass interference call on it was they called oh, the pass man, who who, 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 who. I forgot who it was but it was either offense or defense when they called it hmm 
Um, I think they called it on they called it on on Michigan or they called it uh, they called it um, on Michigan because that's the mm-hmm. drive that Notre yeah. Dame went down and scored a touchdown. They get scored their first seven yeah. points and they called it on Michigan, which yeah. it wasn't. So, um, right. but, and they did the same thing. I mean, it just I mean it's calls like that that I just they're not like I'm not. Yeah, I'll watch it. For instance, I'll watch a Giants or versus a Cardinals game. What it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I like watch yeah. it. I'll watch that game. I'm not saying that wasn't even a game that was played. It's just hypothetical. Like watch it, and I'm like, right. there's a call, there's a call made. Or even the Saints game last year. That's an even better example. Saints. Saints game last year when they had the huge penalty call. I'm like, that is that is obvious. That is that's yeah. awful. That's awful. That you don't call that a pass <laughs> interference. That's just like I mean, right. like it, it's really takes away from like honestly the refs you know, taking away from certain situations. Like, I, I'm all for the replays and replaying, and I like can replay if it's a pass interference or, or call or not, which is really great. Um, but, for instance, like, if... I feel like the ref's making horrible calls like that, um, mm-hmm. it takes away from more from the more stuff from the game than actually uh, reviewing stuff does, I feel like. Right. Because, because you, you know, it stops the flow from the game either way, but... Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel I feel like you get a lot of ba- refs get a lot of backlash and um, it impacts the it impacts the game. I think they should just honestly go to the replay thing and just get the call right mm-hmm. every single time. If it's in, ever in question, just go to that. Just I mean, it, if it takes away from right. the game, like whatever, but just go to the replay and just review it. And mm-hmm. because, geez, like some of these calls are just absolutely atrocious. I mean, I haven't oh, seen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's horrible. But, anyways, <laughs> yeah, it, it, right. it, it is. And, and, I mean, if, if it if it's like a, you know, like a bang bang play, like just I mean, I I always felt like you know if it's like a bang bang, you know, if it's too close to call or whatever, it, you probably be better off not not calling it. I mean, just just let it go. But mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, we've seen it in college games, and obviously, it, it's clear. And you know, obviously, we've seen it in the pros. You know, it, it's kind of hard to call pass interference, you know, obviously, because you're always hand battling and all that. But if it's an obvious right. one, obviously, you brought up obviously you brought up the Rams and Saints. Obviously, that was a pass interference, but obviously, it did not get called. But, you know, if it's, like I said, if it's a bang bang play, you'd be better off just letting it go. Just just let them play. Just let them fight for it. If it right, because, like, I, if it doesn't. Go ahead. I was going to say, if it doesn't affect, you know, either playmaker, you know, obviously, then just let it go. Don't keep keep the flag in the pocket. Well, because like I see if there, if an actual if a player actually like refs need to be paying, I think there's more attention. Like they, and I think for right. each crew they're different from different like uh, uh, conferences, and they have different conferences for refs yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like if it like a player pushes off or something like that, that's that's definitely clear and evident past interference. Um, if if both, like you said, they let it go, if both players are just like they're they have they're both kind of like pushing each other, like definitely or whatever. You would probably call for both, but mm-hmm. if both players, even if both players are just you know got their both hands on each other, like on their shoulders or whatnot, both players are entitled to that spot. Like they're both each yes. player has an entitlement yes. to that spot, and, and as long as they're they're doing they're both equal to that spot. 
and one is they're going for the ball, then don't like don't call it. But if there's a clear push off, definitely call. It. But like it's like, and mm-hmm. I, I, I sometimes it is hard for these refs to make these calls. Like it is. I'll give them that. Like because the, some of the, some games are, I mean, you really gotta be like, okay, well now was that should we call it? Should, you know what I mean? I. Mm-hmm. And there, I think there just needs to be some clear, you know how like there's clear tar- clear rules for targeting. I think there needs to yes. be. Yep. If they're going to keep making these poor calls, they need to start making clear rules for pass interference. Right. Because, I mean, they're not getting called enough. Like there's, you see these phantom calls, and I, I think it's it's a less, pro- it's more of a less of a problem for pass interference than it is for targeting. Targeting is that's right. that's a safety thing, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't it, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take away from the fact that Michigan uh, absolutely no. uh, demolished Notre Dame, but um, correct, yeah, just it definitely needs to be um, change a little bit the the rules a little bit yeah. as far as that goes. But um, anyways, as far as things go, Michigan, I was uh, I was I was impressed. Um, I guess they was impressed more so than, and I was impressed with their second half against Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. And we, I, we talked about that in the last episode. That um, I said that in the last episode that I was impressed with them. And then the going into this game, and I said that if, uh, in that last episode I said that hey, if you know they keep it up, keep do, do what they did in the second half against Penn State in this Notre Dame game, they'll win. And they do the exact same thing, right. even better, even better. So, you know, I, I just think that if this team um, wasn't maybe year two of Gattis or something like that, you know, you're not talking about, you know, you're not talking about Michigan struggling so much with all these weapons. Because Michigan has tons of weapons. I just think it's, uh, um, they right. are just starting to gel more now. So. Yeah. Uh, and they're starting, yeah. And that's a good point. You know, you said you know they're starting to gel. Well, you know, obviously, we we figured you know we we figured you know it would take some time. You know, bringing in a whole new offense coordinator. You know, having new vocabulary, new schemes, new voice to listen to. You know, it, it would take some time to gel. And you know, I feel like you know Harbaugh. You know, in that interview, I think it was last week at the Penn State. Uh, quote me if I'm wrong, but, you know, he said he feels like, you know, his offense is starting to hit their stride, you know, and obviously, you know, full display at Notre Dame, you know, they, they, you know, put on an offensive show. I mean, you know, we talked about it, you know, in the preview, you know, Michigan, I felt like, I felt like Michigan needed to start fast, you know, obviously they did, you know, they set the tone early and they continue putting that tone in, but, you know, these players are starting to gel, you know, Shea, you know, Hopefully, you know, if he continues slowly building this confidence he has, you know, hopefully turn, you know, you know, don't turn the ball over, you know, hopefully that's cut back a lot. Because obviously, you know, first half of the season, you know, obviously it was a huge, huge topic of a discussion, you know, the turnovers and all that. And, you know, since, you know, Gaddis has been down on the field for a couple of weeks now, you know, it's, he's showing a lot of passion. Even Jim Harbaugh showed a lot of passion on some calls during the game, you know, obviously. So, you know, this team's starting to, you know, like Harbaugh said, you know, this team's starting to hit their stride and hopefully they continue it. You know, they got a couple of trap games and, you know, obviously two more rival games. 
with the one leading up to obviously Ohio State at the end of the season. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Michigan's got to keep keep the set of course, and and I, I know how, I know how how frustrated everyone really was. You know, three three games ago, and like when I guess oh, yeah. the the end of the Wisconsin game, but that that was like almost everyone was freaking out, and um, it's kind of night and day with this fan base. Um, in my opinion, and uh, I, kind of rightly so, I guess, understandably, because um, people want you know the best, but at the same time, um, some unrealistic expectations I think have been not unrealistic, but um, you know, unrealistic for fans they put on the, themselves to for the team to achieve. I think if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, but um, they have all the weapons, all the tools, and I could see if Michigan was. You know, this is 2017, and you know, they didn't have as many you know, great players, and they were a young, 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 young team. You can see that, but this team has a lot of experienced players on opposite side of the ball, defense side of the ball. You know, they have definitely a lot of experience. So, um, in my opinion, I think Michigan right now they should be, you know, they should be undefeated in my opinion because, yeah. and they're they're not. But I, I don't think that Wisconsin and Penn State are as good of teams as people made them out to be. If Michigan were prepared for that Wisconsin game, you know, you know, Michigan would have won. If they, you know, they, they even if they were had one loss um, against right. you know, Penn State, it's like mm-hmm. you know, either way, I, I think they're, I think Michigan's a better, really a better team than both those teams. Definitely Penn State, Wisconsin, eh. It's kind of a. It's, it's I, as those teams play as those teams play ten times. I think Michigan probably wins. You know, yeah, six times out of ten, so seven too. times out of ten. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Obviously, you know, Wisconsin. You know, they played South Florida, Central Michigan. You know, mm-hmm. Michigan. You know, they played Middle Tennessee, and obviously, you know, obviously Army, which is you know obviously a hard team to prepare for, and obviously you know play, but you know. um I feel like Michigan is definitely better than Wisconsin. Obviously, you know, Wisconsin has kind of fallen off, uh, you know, obviously with that loss to Illinois, you know, which Michigan kind of struggled with against Illinois. And obviously, they gave it 25 points in the second half. But, you know, they end up, they end up winning 45-25 or something like that. So, but I definitely think, you know, if they play 10 times, you know, Michigan will win majority of the games against Wisconsin. And, uh... Yeah, I just think it would be crazy you know, the, the way the West is. I, I I hope when they get this new commissioner in here, Kevin Green, is it? I think he's the you know he was with the uh, Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings the, yeah, I hope he I hope he he comes in with a mindset like that. He can't. I have to hope he comes in with a mindset like, hey, let's change some things. Not like oh well, Jim Delaney did. I think he did some good things. But let's not change anything. I hope he comes with a mindset of, hey, let's respect what Jim Delaney did, but let's let's do let's change some things though. Let's let's mm-hmm. do some things different differently. And I hope honestly for re- a conference realignment, not to, not to the fact that I don't that it would uh, give more Michigan an advantage because it would make it easier. But at the same time, you don't need Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State, Penn State. all in one, oh, one all in one con. Why? That is just. It's basically. 
you're you're almost guaranteed. I mean, like I think the way they do it, in my opinion, the why they do it is because a if a team wins out from the West, goes undefeated in the West, and goes to the Big Ten Championship, wins the Big Ten Championship, basically, if they're like a team that you're in the West, they go to the Big Ten Championship, win that, and they have a shot to get to college football playoff just because of that. And you know that every year Ohio State's going to be really good, so it's like, I mean, you have oh, yeah. you have a two two. Yeah, but because Michigan State's only made it to the college football playoff once, and other the other years they there's there's no way that they were been good enough to make it there. Neither Michigan or right. eh, Pitt State maybe, but I feel like they know that it's going to be two teams. They I almost guarantee two teams are going to could possibly make it to the college football playoff, and well, the, the Big Ten has has had so many so many realignments since what the last fifteen years from east to west to uh, north like. Leaders and legends yeah. to so so it's like I mean switch it up a little bit see what you can do I feel like they should do it to like uh they should go back to like the leaders and legends things but my opinion something like that yeah I mean something like that I mean obviously I feel like you do need to break up you know obviously you have all the like you say all the heavy hitters of one conference you know state Penn State Ohio State you know Michigan and obviously you have Wisconsin, Nebraska, you know, Northwestern, you know, obviously majority of the, of those years in Iowa, but majority of those years it's been Wisconsin winning it. I think, what, what was it, last year, Northwestern was the first time, you know, winning the West, you know, mm-hmm. playing, Ohio State, playing Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Obviously, I think this year, obviously, depending... Uh, Iowa won it a few years. You know, Iowa, won it, Iowa won it in, like, 2015 or so. 2015, I think they did or something. Yeah. So, and, you know, this year is going to be Minnesota, unless, you know, bearing, you know, late collapse for Minnesota. But, which, you know. They only have two law, two losses. Oh, well, they have two, they have two, two games they'll probably lose against, what, Penn State and it's play Ohio State? Or yeah. Play Penn State. I don't, I don't know. I know they got Penn State this weekend. But, you know. I don't think they're going to be Penn was, State, but. Uh, I don't think so. Hey, maybe. So, but, um, maybe. We'll see. But, um, so, um. You know, obviously Ohio State's always going to be in the top four teams, you know. Even if, you know, let's say, you know, Minnesota makes it to, you know, the Big Ten Championship. And obviously, if they do run the table, beat Penn State and all that, and lose the Big Ten Championship, you know, obviously Minnesota's not going to be a top four team, you know. Because, you know, it's just, you know, with this college football playoff, you know, obviously you're going to get one conference with maybe most, Two, which will probably be the SEC, because obviously you know you have you have Georgia, LSU, Alabama. So you know, you know with this whole conference realignment, you know I feel like you do have to break up Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. You know at least probably put I don't know you know Michigan and maybe Penn State in the West or something like that. Michigan but, and Penn State in the West. Yeah. I mean, it, or stay hmm. in the East with Ohio State or whatever. I mean... I think you have I, to protect... I do feel like... You have to protect, I, I think you have to protect the rivalries, though. You have to definitely protect Michigan and Michigan State as a rivalry. And you have to protect Michigan and oh, Ohio yeah. State. Those two and, definitely... Yeah, I mean, those, two, those two for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, no. I completely agree. And, you know, they're always going to be, you know, the two teams on the schedule. You know, regardless, mm-hmm. you know... A year in and year out, but I feel like you know if you put, you know if you probably put 
let's say you put Michigan in like maybe a Penn State in the West, you know, swap out maybe like an Illinois or whatever. So you, I mean, you still have, or put, I mean, if you actually think about it, you know, if you think about the top teams in the West, in the uh, Big Ten, you know, you have Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, you know, Michigan State for some years, you know, Wisconsin, Iowa, you know, you know, uh, either the East or West is going to have, you know, heavy hitters from, you know, for majority of their seat, uh, for majority of the conference. You know, if you put Michigan, you like, if you put Michigan in the West, I, I said, if you put Michigan in the West and then if they do end up, you know, winning the West, then, you know, there's always that, there's always that possibility of them, you know, meeting Ohio State for the second time. You know, exactly. You'll be ex- 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 I, man, Tyler. You never. You, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we've been on this in this podcast for a couple of years, and man, that's probably. I mean, you said a lot of some good things, but man, that was one of the best because you talk about Michigan and Ohio State. They play already the last game of the year. What more? What's more exciting is playing Michigan Ohio State twice. Did they? Didn't that happen? Mm-hmm. I feel like that happened in 2004 or five or six. Around one of the two. That was the last time it happened. It hasn't happened in a long time where Michigan Ohio State played twice. I felt like they played for the Big Ten championship like 2004 or 2006. I can't remember. Right. Um. So it was. But man, that's a great point. Great point on on that because you know you, you, you take maybe you take Iowa, put them in the West, um, and have Michigan mm-hmm. Michigan. Uh, or take Iowa and put them in. Uh, yeah, keep Iowa. No, yeah, put Iowa in the West. Because um, I was in the West right now. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm getting excused. Correct. Yep. Keep a, keep keep put Iowa in the, in the West. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. Take 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 Penn State. Put them in the East. Um, Penn State's already in the East. Penn. Yeah. True. Hmm. Now now I'm getting confused. Um, so so would you? So I think I think the West is like Northwestern, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Maryland, in the West, and Illinois. In the, in the mm-hmm. Illinois, I think is in the West. In the West, I know what I know. So Wisconsin, this- Iowa, and Nebraska, and Iowa are the top four teams in the West. Here, here here's what I'm thinking. Here. Sorry, why I'm I don't know why I said that. You know why no, I, I got you're, confused? You're good. You're I was, good. I was, I was pointing with my fingers to the east, and I was like, oh, but okay. Penn State, <laughs> Penn State is in, in the east, and I was pointing. Out. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, West is Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern. Now I better yeah. just take, take, um, take, um, take Nebraska, and. Uh, Nebraska. Uh, I'm thinking take. Um, take because you have to protect Michigan and Ohio State for sure. I'm thinking take. Um, take Maryland and put them. Um, and flip them with like. Um, flip them with Northwestern maybe. But again, basically all this is all boiled out to is being. You know, east and west kind of thing, and if you, or if you take Michigan and put them in the west, like you were like you were saying, um, so got, I kind of agree with that. Put them in the west, um, and put 
yeah, take take Michigan and put them all, put them in the West, and then put, um, you know, you're gonna have to put a team to the East because that would, you know what I mean? Because there's no other, you know, logical thing unless they do away with the Big Ten East and West. You know what I mean? If they do away with the Big Ten East right. and West and just don't think about geographic so much, then it wouldn't matter. Right. Um, right. Kind of, kind of have it like the uh, Big Twelve. I mean, they don't have divisions. It's it's one big conference. You know, obviously, you know. Right. Um, you know, obviously Oklahoma and Texas, you know, they, they schedule their rivalry in the middle of the season and then there's always that possibility. Like for example, last year, you know, they 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 uh, play in the middle of the season, you know, always in October, you know, for the Red River shootout and you know, obviously Texas won the first game and then, you know, at the end of the season, you know, they met in the Big Twelve championship and you know, obviously Oklahoma won that to get in the playoff. I mean you you could do it like that, but I don't I don't think you're gonna mm-hmm. move the Michigan Ohio State rivalry to the middle of the season, it's always it's always going to be that set date at the end of the season. Mm. So, for everyone listening, everything that I said that you got confused by, just like don't don't uh, don't listen to that part. Fast forward, fast forward. Um, <laughs> I think that since this whole thing is the East and West. Um, you know, the only thing that I could think of is, you know, like when what you were saying too is rather take Michigan and put them in, in the West, and then, um, you know, Wisconsin's going to have to be in the West too. Minnesota's going to be in the in the West. So, so with Iowa, same with Nebraska, same with Purdue as well, and same with those Western. So those are West teams. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I think why Michigan. I don't know why they put. I don't know why they put Michigan in the East so much as far as that goes. Um, honestly, I just think it's really weird. Um, you know, because they need to, like, think of, start thinking of, like, games more better, uh, games a lot better. Like, um, if you put Michigan in the East, then you, you know, start thinking about Michigan playing, um, you know, Minnesota more, like they used to play, you know. Iowa more, you know, Wisconsin, you know, that that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And then start playing teams from, um, you know, the East if they were in the West. But um, mm-hmm. I think they're really going to have to think about it in, in terms of uh, just how things are going and how they feel, think things are going to be done in the future. Um, I think they certainly do, they need to just definitely one of the things they need to talk about. Um, will they? Right. Mm, I don't. I don't know if they'll change anything about what the conference is, which they might, but I don't know if they, I don't know if they really will. I don't know if the, the new commissioner is going to be like, oh, well, we need to change it. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with change, but no, there's at not. the end of the day, I, I do think that your idea was was the best, though, um, in terms of everything. Like, I do think it was mm-hmm. a great idea to you know, have Michigan, Michigan. Michigan and Ohio State may potentially play twice um, mm-hmm. because that way you have put Michigan in the West and they dominate they start dominating teams then um, you have a scenario where you have two of the best teams in not just the Big Ten Conference but potentially in the country possibly going to the college football playoffs you know what I mean because what do you, what's to say Ohio State couldn't get in with a one loss 
in a, a title or say Michigan lost in the Big Ten Championship, what say they couldn't get, in, get into the college football playoff to one loss over whatever teams that are other one losses in their their uh, games. You know what I mean? Right. So that would be another way to get two. That would be a way to get two teams in from the Big Ten. So mm-hmm. um, not that it's. I don't think it's happened. I don't yet in the college football uh, playoff. Not for not from the Big Ten. No, so I was trying to think. I think I don't think that one year where Michigan State got basically kicked out of the room from Alabama. I don't think Ohio State was in there. No, that was Alabama, and that was Alabama and the Clemson. I think. Okay, I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, I forgot who Clemson played that played that year. So I know Alabama played State, and they won thirty-four nothing. I don't think it was. I don't think Ohio State was in the playoff that year, though. I don't think so. I don't think so either. So yeah, no. no. Big Ten has not had. No. Big Ten has not had two. Two. It's always been the SEC. I would say Alabama and Georgia, and it's probably gonna be this year, yeah. Alabama and LSU. So. Mhm. Definitely. Yep. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see um, how the conference realignment goes, and if they decide to even address it, as far as that goes. Um, I just do know that I would like to see somewhat of a, a change as far as things go. I'm kind of sick and tired yeah. of Michigan having to, having to um, you know, if they lose one game, they're basically, they're out of it. Where Wisconsin yeah, can play, you know, lose three games and win the championship they're, game. It's a, they're it's a, they're it's in the big championship game. Yeah, it's like, okay. Or you have a Minnesota team that's... Yeah, if they played Ohio... If, listen... If Minnesota played Ohio State, Ohio State would absolutely wipe them up off the field, and it would be a, a it would be a bloodbath. <laughs> I, I think blood it would bath. too, bro. Like I don't think it'd be perfect. It would not be. It would not be pretty. And it, uh, if there's not a mercy rule in effect, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, it wouldn't be good. I mean, uh, it'd be a joke. It'd be bad for the Big Ten Conference. It'd be a bad look for the Big Ten Conference. If Minnesota, a team like Minnesota, like the same with last year. Same last year. Northwestern got in. Northwestern had no business being in that game last year. No business. No, they didn't. No they just ended up winning the West. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's you know that's why that's why the Big Ten Conference is is not. A, I don't care what anyone says. They think all oh, Big Ten Conference this or that. Well, you look at basketball. ACC is way better than the Big Ten Conference. They don't even care. They put more talent in the NBA yeah. than any other conference does. I'm just saying, in the SEC and football. I mean, they benefit from a lot of other things too, but look at their players. Their players are by far just—I mean, they're skilled more yeah. so than any. And, and Michigan has great players, sort of the Ohio State, and I mean Wisconsin does too. But I just think the skill level is a little bit different, just a little bit. I mean, it is. It is. And and the East, like you said, you know, like we talked about, you know, the East is too too top heavy with you know. With you know dominant teams, obviously Ohio State, you know Penn State, you know Michigan, and all that. You know, obviously you do have to. I feel like you do at some point. You know, if if it's not going to be next year, you know, if it's going to be a couple of years down the road, you know, you know, you know, try try breaking up the teams, you know, or just make it one big conference like they do in basketball. There's just one big conference. Everyone and why? <laughs> And why I don't I think that they should, they should do that. I don't see why that you know they don't they don't do that. And the only thing that 
you know, why I think it's crazy, I think is why they don't. Football has more money than basketball. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's even a, yes. even that's even something to they even take consideration. But like the basketball team, basketball teams they travel all over the place. You know what I mean? They play the teams twice. Mm-hmm. And again, again, basketball is different. They have more games. Um, yeah, you know they. You know, it's, it's a different sport. I get it. But at the same time, like, you know. Why not do that? I mean, I know the SEC, the SEC in football, they have different conferences. They have SEC West, SEC East. So yeah, like they got the East and that. West. So I'm going to take a look. I don't know how they're they're broken up. But I think you know. Tyler, Tyler, I think the SEC did the SEC didn't used. To, uh, they used to be like the Southwest Conference, I believe. Correct. Uh, they did. I and think. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be the Southwest Conference, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really have, like, that, um, that really, well, oh, let's see, I'm just trying to look really quick. Um, it was dissolved, in the 1996 was the last year that they were uh, originally around. So it was Arkansas, Baylor, Houston, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, A&M, SMU, Southwestern, Texas A&M, Texas, TCU, Texas Tech. A lot of those teams are SEC teams. So and some of them are big Are you twelve. About but... the big 12? Yeah. So yeah, Missouri, that's what I, that's what I'm Missouri. That's what I meant. So like the, um, the Southwest Conference, you know, used to be that used to be that conference and mm-hmm. had like a bunch of teams then dissolve and end up going their their own ways. So um, right. And I don't not too familiar with the SEC conference um, when they were yeah. Even... Um, I don't know either, but I know you know. Obviously, I brought it up real quick. You know, the the East and the South, you know, the SEC, you know, obviously they have Florida and Georgia, which is it. I mean, if you want to count Missouri, you know, Tennessee, South mm-hmm. Carolina, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. But in the West, you know, you have Alabama, LSU, Auburn, which mm-hmm. is your top, yeah. three, top three teams. I just feel like if they want to make, if they want to make for better games, they you know, you know why not start like start, like switch up some conferences and switch up things because a lot of those teams in the SEC are not going to be able to compete for a while. Like, and they may be able to upset at Alabama maybe once, but I mean they're not going to be able to like compete for national championships and conference championships. And the same goes with Big Ten. Like, you know, you're not going to have teams like Illinois or you know they did beat Wisconsin, but you're not going to have teams that, like right. that are going to really compete for championships like it's just right i mean yeah and i mean you hit it you hit it right there i mean you brought up you know upside in alabama obviously if you remember you know when johnny mazel was at a&m you know a couple yeah. years ago you know they beat alabama you know mm-hmm. but that was yeah and obviously yeah, you know so... they, they they don't even come close to being in the top four Exactly. So. They're just playing spoiler at this point. So it's like, yeah, again, exactly. um, I think think that things should be at least uh, at least thought about switching around. It'll at least put the idea out there um, to like, hey, like we're thinking about you know switching, changing things around, and at least have the the conversation because mm-hmm. um, I don't think that the the new commissioner is going to come in here and just be like, oh yeah, let's, let's just get ready. I think he's going to come in here with an, at least his own agenda, I think. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, you know, saying anything because I don't know anything about him really. But I think he he's probably going to come into right. the big tank in that position and at least have some of the agenda and doing the thing the ways that things the way he probably sees a little bit fit. Um, and I think he's a really good, smart guy though, as far as experience goes. But um, yes. he's going to have to figure things out. But uh, how do you get the Big Ten to be more competitive and how do you get it to where they're competing for not just one team like Ohio State competing for a big for college football player spot how do you get other teams in that conference to um, get themselves in the position to play for you know championship games not just Michigan and Ohio State or Ohio State because that's one team basically you need more you know you need to you need more teams and um, I think that he's got to see see some some change in that and, uh, and how can he make the Big Ten Conference better point blank period how can you make it better you know how can you yeah. compete with the SEC you know what I mean uh, can you so yeah, yeah. no it's it's going to be it's, I feel like it's going to be it's going to be quite some time you know obviously you know like you said he's he, you know he's going to come in with agenda you know but I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a little bit before we hopefully, you know, see any conference alignment or, you know, to, if they're going to add, you know, if they're going to, re, you know, buy out, you know, like a Rutgers or something and bring in like another, another team from another conference, you know, make it more competitive and all that. But I feel like it's going to be, be some time before we see anything like that. So obviously with that going forward, you know, Michigan basically just, you know, like we talked about, you know, on, a, on every episode and all that, and they know. You know, they have to win their. They have to win against their opponents. Like they, you know, obviously they have to win against. You know, win against Wisconsin. You know, beat Ohio State. You know, put themselves in the best position to compete for Big Ten championship. You know, while Harbaugh, Harbaugh's there with the talent they have. Hmm. I think that. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's definitely what's going to happen, um, and I think, like you said, it it's probably definitely at least a year or two away from talking about about that. Um, who, who knows when it's going to come to the table, come to the forefront? Right. Um, I think the earliest you're talking is maybe twenty twenty one, twenty ish, twenty twenty. Maybe the next year they'll talk about it, and the latest I can see it happening is probably twenty twenty two. It happening, like it be putting put in place where the uh, the conferences are um, changed. Um, so we'll see if that happens. But um, moving on um, from that point, um, we won't talk about the Maryland game. Um, we'll just, uh, I guess, we'll just give our quick score predictions for the Maryland game because it's. Uh, no, it's just not going to be, you know, a crazy. It's Michigan's going on the road against Maryland. Uh, um, Forty-five to ten. There's not, oh yeah, there's not a lot to talk about in that game. I feel like for me, as far as thing goes, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like there's too much to dive into. I think that no. if you want to talk about the the narrative of the Gaddis and Locke thing, you can do that if you want. I don't think there's anything there. I don't, but. If you think there is something there, that's fine. But I, I think that if Loxley would have, is their team's been doing good this year, then that would say it's fine. But 
Uh, they're in a, not in a great position. So, um, no, they they calling off. Yeah, um, Josh Jackson will probably start starting that game for Maryland though. Uh, he was out for the last couple of games, I think. So, he will be playing in that game starting. Is from what I've been hearing. He will play, so Michigan will have to face him. Uh, some of former running backs coach, uh, running back Fred Jackson, Josh Jackson, uh, Michigan native, another Michigan native. Uh, Michigan will be facing him. So, um, I do think that Michigan will win this game. Um, I think Michigan probably wins this game, probably 38-17, probably. Um, just gets Gibbons down the road and uh, and Michigan you know, needs to re you know what I mean they need to focus on Maryland you know what I mean they beat Notre Dame and just absolutely yeah. destroyed them that's great but yeah, I think they, they need just yeah, now just focus on Maryland yeah and obviously you know that focus has to be strictly on Maryland I mean they're coming off a all time high you know obviously the display they put on uh, on Notre Dame, you know, obviously then you you go to Maryland, then you got you know obviously State at home. So, um, but mm-hmm. I feel like you they got to buy, they got to buy, they got to they got to buy a week out. They got to buy, buy this day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so obviously you know, um, I just feel like you know Michigan's at you know their confidence is at all time high right now. Uh, you know their offense is is hitting there. So I, I feel like they're gonna win like forty two to ten or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be, I would be, you know, shocked if Michigan doesn't um, win by, you know, you know at least at least um, three touch, two touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know what the spread. You do you know what the spread is for the game? I don't think I. I think it's twenty-one. And, oh, is it twenty-one? I uh, think so. Well, I think uh, I think Michigan covers the spread. Uh, yeah, it's. I think Michigan. Michigan. I don't think Mich- I don't think I don't think Maryland's going to score 21 points. I think that it'll, if worst case scenario, I have to say Michigan wins 42-21, but I think Michigan will probably win 42, uh, like 42-13. So I think Michigan will cover the spread, but for sure. Um, so um, I think they'll 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 cover the spread, but um, in that game, I don't really want to, um, you know, do a whole preview of, of Maryland, but. Definitely, we'll, we will be uh, previewing the Michigan-Michigan State. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not for another couple of weeks. So um, we will be off next week, and we'll pick it up here on like the around the you know 14, 15, something like that to uh, preview. Give everyone you know a week off. Give Tyler a week off. Give you know give them a little break. <laughs> you know. I know, man. We got to watch the team? game on Saturday. I got to work. Oh, uh, yeah. I got to watch, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. watch it at work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you're the king of watching games at work. But, um, yeah, I know. It's like a never-ending cycle, bro. I know. Yeah, I've been there before. I've watched games at work. And, we're like, and then no one, no one says anything. I'm like, all right, sweet. <laughs> right? Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that'll that'll do it for us, guys. Um, we we uh we seem to always get off track and off topic a little bit, but I think it's just a norm of doing podcasts. Uh, we we tried not to, and uh, I do apologize for the confusion. Um, 
apparently I don't know what the differences between East and West is. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll after this episode is concludes, I'm gonna go. South. Yeah, I'm gonna go get a globe really quick and uh, <laughs> go focus focus on that. Um, I what we did not talk about when I really wanted to talk about at the beginning of the episode that we started. Um, former Michigan, or Mich- yeah, Michigan. Uh, he's still a commitment, but uh, JD Don- JG Johnson, um, quarterback commit for Michigan, um, has to medically retire. Uh, I don't not a decision by Michigan staff, but uh, Michigan is going to fully honor his his scholarship at the University of Michigan, which is is great um, to see because a lot of times you will see a player that will seek another opinion. Uh, but this was a um, this was something that was a possibility that might happen with him. Um, he, he was born with a um, certain, um, let's say, certain like he was born with a certain thing in his heart, or um, and um, I don't know the exact words for it, but um, he he I think he probably knew this was could be a possibility um, that happened, um, and it, it's tough to see that he won't be able to. Play, play the game of football again because he's a really good quarterback um, and I I was actually taken back by it that the news I did, didn't know that he would have had that um, so kind of tough to see uh, you know because he's he's a really good quarterback and uh, and no one should have their dreams taken away when they um, you know, right right things things happen that way but yeah, and, and you know, life life is like that. You know, there's always there's always going to be, you know, the positives of life, and there's always going to be obviously you know the downside to life, and obviously this is this is a you know a downside to to this young kid. You know, obviously, you know, I wish him the best, you know, the best of luck, you know, into his you know future and all that. But I I thought it was very very good, uh, very very happy and I was very pleased you know Michigan and Jim Harbaugh you know they were going to honor this kid a scholarship and even you know have him on the coaching staff you know if he wanted to you know I thought that was very very grateful for you know Harbaugh and the whole University of Michigan you know that just makes you know not only Harbaugh but you know the the people you know at at the university and all that you know just be so so praising and so, you know, helpful and, you know, so, so beautiful for, you know, these, these uh, humans, you know, and, you know, teachers and student athletes and everyone just at the University of Michigan, just one of the best, you know, you know, like people say, you know, Michigan's, you know, one of the best universities and, you know, obviously this is, this is definitely one of the reasons why, you know, Michigan's up there. Mm. And a lot of people will, take that as a sign of, you know, they, they, they hold it against you. If you, you know, you kind of want to, you know, they, if you're associated with something in the like, higher class, they don't like that. But it seems like Michigan always seems like they try to do the right thing in, in terms of situations. And, uh, this definitely is up there too, with one of those, um, decisions that, um, from the staff, um, I, I'm not saying Michigan's always made the right decisions at the university, but for the most part, yes. they do, um, uh, make, the best decisions and, and definitely in the best interest of um, these student athletes that um, are, you know, 
you know they're young you know they don't necessarily have um decision making skills yet they're basically going off what their parents said but you know jd johnson the uh terrific young young kid and great athlete in student athlete um just unfortunately he had to uh, medically retire but um i hope that we see him um at the University of Michigan, maybe as a like a grad assistant role or something like a student assistant role on the staff, and hopefully he can help out in any way possible, and um, you know, and and uh, learn from that staff, and maybe you know, maybe when he they, he can have have a coaching uh, career. I don't know, right. but um, unfortunate news to hear. But um, best of luck to him and whatever he decides to pursue. But mm-hmm. that's going that's going to do it for us. Um, we will see you here in. Uh, a few weeks to preview Michigan, Michigan State. Um, we'll also we'll also throw some uh, <clears throat> we'll also throw some basketball and news in there. Well, news in, in there as well because I don't do it. I believe Michigan has some uh, targets. I think Mark Williams from um, he's going to be committing here on the first, so uh, Michigan's in play for him. So um, I don't think Michigan lands him, but we will never see. know. Yeah, I never know. So I'm impressed with Juwan Howard the way he's uh, been able to um, get in for with a lot of these kids and be able to just be, you know, that key cog of a recruiting, uh, I guess, guru or recruiting. Almost just the way he's doing it right now is great. Um, hopefully, he can um, he can keep it going and uh, maybe reel off maybe eh, at least one more, uh, maybe Dickinson or. Uh, and then maybe finish, finish off the class with maybe uh, Jace Howard and then call it a day. I would think that would be a great first class for Jawan Howard. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, um, if you don't have anything to add, Tyler. No, no. That's pretty much it. So. All right. We will see you guys here in a few weeks. Um, check out all our episodes on uh, you know, Anchor, and uh, we'll see you. See you here soon, and as always, go blue. Go blue.